previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Don't hurt me. I'll hurt you. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Help me. Call the police. Get out of here, girl. You guys have an... Because, you know, fighting's not cool. Get out of here. No. No, she wants to stay. I don't mind a little appetizer. Have you ever heard the expression, biting off more than you can chew? Okay. Um, how about the expression, vampire slayer? What the hell are you talking about? Wow. Never heard that one. Okay. How about, oh God, my leg, my leg? since I met one who didn't know me. You should get home. How'd you do that? It's what I do. But you're, you're just a girl. That's what I keep saying. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. This week's battle is Best Buffy episode. Uh, with me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight? Tonight, we've got Dave Gill. Hello. Jill Valuay. Hello. Melvin Ladera. Howdy. And Barry Ingram. Evening, everybody. So, this is how we do this. We've got 32 episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer across all seasons. Um, we put them in uh, tournament-style brackets, which you can get from our website at geekbytes.net. We pit one against the other, put it to a vote. Winner moves on to the next round, where it starts over again, until some until one is crowned Best Buffy Episode. Um, you can use whatever you consider the best episode, just use Geek Logic. Alright, and th- with that, we'll start. And I will apologize in advance, because... You will hear, hear paper from me because uh, Jill was nice enough to actually write down what every episode was, <laughs> and I'm going to say it, but I'm going to have to flip it around and move it because I was too lazy to actually put it in order. So here we go. Dave, we're going to start with you. It is School Hard, which is a season two episode where Spike and Drusilla come to town and Spike invades parent-teacher uh, teacher night versus the Zeppo. And that's a season three episode, uh, left feeling out by the gang, Xander makes new friends and finds his own adventure and danger. Go right ahead, Dave. All right, well, first of all, thank you for the uh, reminder of what the episodes were about. Because you could say, I'm like, wait, which one's that? So perfect. All right, so School Hard. I always enjoy School Hard. Uh, good old Spike and Drew in the beginning. Joyce takes an axe head and says, get off my daughter. It's kind of nice, uh, all of them back in school days and everything, season two, when they were finally on their feet and running strong. 
But uh, I got to go with the Zeppo because the Zeppo, I can't even begin to tell you when Xander's driving with the guy hanging out of his car going, where's the bomb? Where's the bomb? And then he gets his head knocked off by a mailbox. I was in tears laughing. I, it was brilliant. Like the Xander episode for me always, uh, always stand out because really he is us of all of them. And uh, that just had like great comedic beats and, <laughs> peer pressure issues and uh you know and of course the the overdone angel and buffy dialogue is the world gonna end blah, you know so you're one of themselves like crazy your vote is the zeppo zeppo all right a vote for the zeppo jail mine is full for loved because it's the first time we see spike and drusilla and it's just you know, all of a sudden we have these two vampires that come on board that one is batshit crazy and the other is just super wait, cool wait, awesome wait, wait, what? School hard? Oh crap! I I went to the next one already. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Did. It's all right. I yeah, I do mean school hard though. That's I just read the wrong name, but yeah, um, school hard for all the same reasons I just said. Um, because that's like I said, it's the first time we see the two pair, and they're just awesome. Uh, vote for school hard, Mike. Uh, you know everything that Dave said plus Xander has sex with Faith. And that that alone would make a win, <laughs> but you left out the best part, Xander, yep. the one who I don't think he actually represents us. I think he represents well what we really wish we were that we might have a shot at, but in reality, no, we don't. But at least it gives us someone to believe in. And uh, Zeppo, a uh, vote for the Zeppo, Melvin. Uh. Well, I like a good Xander centric episode, uh, so I'm guessing I'm going to vote for the Zeppo. And also, one thing to note, um, I think the Zeppo is one of the first um, episodes in which, because um, like normally each uh, Buffy episode, there's an A story and a B story, where you have like the A story being like a uh, the 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 main like drama with the Hellmouth or whatever, and the B story being the um, the sentimental story, like them uh, being at school, and the A story in this is Xander and his struggle of being, and um, I think that's important to note. And um, better Zeppo, a vote for the Zeppo and Barry. Well, since the Zeppo is going to move on, I can uh, make uh, more comments about that on the next round. But I'm going to vote for School Hard for the way that uh, Spike owns the annoying little kid at the end. <laughs> A vote for school hard, but the Zeppo is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is Fool for Love, which is a season five episode when Buffy forces Spike to recount how he was able to kill two Slayers. His flashbacks reveal his first meeting with Drusilla. And let's see, what's the other one? Bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. A season two episode. Things get dangerous when all the women in Sunnydale, except Cordelia, are after Xander due to a love spell gone wrong. I I love Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. It's it's a great episode. It's very well done. It's hilarious to see the look on Xander's face when he's walking down the hallway and everybody's in love with him because he's just got this totally horrified look. But I'm a Spike fan. He's my favorite character. Fool for Love, we get to see a lot more of his background, which... You know, up until then, we'd only seen, only heard about, really. We get to, you know, finally see how he gets made and, you know, how he takes down these two slayers. So, my vote is Fool for Love. A vote for Fool for Love. Mike? Uh, you know, this this is a, a tough battle right off the bat. 
Uh, I put Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered on here. I think that even more so than the Zeppo, this is the the ideal Xander wish fulfillment episode, and uh, and I absolutely love it. But uh, I, I hate that I'm, I have to vote against it here because Fool for Love has, I mean, just amazing Spike moments. You know, watching him, uh, you know, decked out like Billy or Billy Idol kill the Slayer. You know, when he stops and just kind of breaks the fourth wall, uh, all of this was really, really great kind of secret origin stuff, and uh, and I love that. So as much as uh, I, I hate to vote against one of my picks here, I have to vote for Fool for Love. Uh, vote for Fool for Love. Melvin. I think uh, both episodes are excellent, but I'm also going with the flow and voting for Fool for Love. Um, Spike's one of my favorite characters in the show, and... Um, yeah, as was mentioned earlier, he had a lot of good moments and it was cool learning more about the mythos of, of the Slayer's past. So that was really cool. Uh, so Fool for, Lo- Fool for Love. Uh, vote for Fool for Love. Barry. Uh, Fool for Love is me as well. We see throughout all the uh, series what a different vampire Spike is from all the other vampires. And by going to his background here, we sort of see why what makes Spike Spike, and it's just one of my favorite of the whole series, Fool for Love. Dave, is it a clean sweep? You know what? It, it, I'm a little torn. Like Mike said, this is a tough one because, again, Xander episodes were always my favorites, and it was, had such great moments, and it was, you know, like a Shakespearean comedy of errors, you know, with the people trying to kill each other. Um, but I agree, just, you know, the depth of the mythos and seeing Spike in the beginning and how he turned and why he, like why he is different. Like, uh, Barry said, like absolutely fool for love. Please sweep. And fool for love is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is villains, which is a season six episode. Tara sudden sudden death pushes Willow over the edge after magically saving Buffy from her own wounds. Willow consumes by anger and dark magic hunts down Warren and it says tortures and kills him, but she fucking fillets him. And that shit was awesome. <laughs> versus, uh, let's see, Seeing Red, another season six episode, Willow and Tara reconcile, Warren acquires a pair of demonic orbs that imbue him with the strength and invulnerability, faces off with Buffy, but loses, he comes back with a gun, shoots both Buffy and Tara. Wait a minute! Wait a minute, these two episodes are linked together! I had no idea. (laughs) They're randomly put together, they're back-to-back. Yeah, they are. I know. Go ahead, Mike. Well, uh, I don't really like Season six is is probably my least favorite season, um, and and obviously these episodes are are very similar. They're continuations of the same story, so uh, it's it's kind of weird that for me they both have have interesting moments. Um, you know, one like you said when he gets his his skin torn off, and the other one just being the the gunshot itself. Um, so I, you know, I think I'm going to go with, uh, with villains because the, the gunshot was unexpected, but the, uh, you know, seeing his skin get ripped off and just seeing that transformation that you knew was coming, but you hope wasn't going to come or maybe they'd stop it or, well, now some bad shit's going to have to go down. And that was just a, that was an important moment. That's the moment when you knew she had crossed the line. So I think I'll vote for villains. Uh, vote for villains. Melvin. 
You know, uh, season six was actually one of my favorite seasons. Um, and, you know, I thought it was very character building with um, a lot of the characters. Um, and so it's upsetting to see these two up against each other, especially they're, you know, right after each other, actually, uh, as you said. Um, so it's like really picking between Tara's death, which was very emotional, and Warren's death, which was very brutal. So, um, but, I, you know, I have to say, Warren had the coolest death. It was, it was, I didn't expect anything like that. To, uh, well, from Willow. And, you know, they sold me on Willow being a villain in that particular episode. So um, I'm voting for villains. Uh, vote for villains. Yeah, I was so overcome with joy when they killed Tara. Sorry, I'm horrible. Barry? One of the things that I think makes me a, a super geek is the way that I like to sort of mix genres. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan, as, as anybody that will listen to me for any length of time knows. When there's that scene where Willow is uh, pleading with Osiris to bring Tara back and he doesn't, and then she goes, starts to go on a rampage and turn into Dark Willow. I bring in a Star Wars metaphor because at that moment, I can almost sort of hear Darth Vader's voice saying, Good, you cannot control your grief. Now, release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy them. And boom, she's Dark Willow. Villains. Another vote for villains. Dave. Well, well, I agree that... Uh with the Warren death particularly and seeing Willow go to the dark side as it were was super intense and I didn't think they could stop you know top the, the previous week's ending of the show you know with killing Warren I, I really felt that uh, that that uh, it seemed like I prefer seeing Rex I'm going to give it the vote and, and here's why because uh, A a gun and they, you know they've used guns with, like the initiative and stuff like that but they like really showed you they haven't showed you how dangerous a gun is since uh, Jonathan was in the clock tower, you know, or whatever. Uh, and, and this guy, this, this emotionally disturbed woman hating douchebag, uh, you know, he comes in the yard, like this could happen to anyone and pops two and Buffy. And she just came back to life, right? At the beginning of the season. But it was Tara's death that, that killed me on this because I know you hated her, but I loved Tara. I thought she was a fantastic character because she's the only one of the whole Scooby gang throughout all the seasons that was always good. The worst thing she ever did was keep the secret of her family from them. I mean, everybody else betrayed each other, went bad, what have you, but she was always good. So when she got shot, I bawled my eyes out. I'm not even going to lie. And I just rewatched it the other day, and I was still like, oh, so I'm going with seeing Red because that shows him as just a weak human and what he can do with that without all of his superpowers and jetpacks and magic ice machines and everything like that danger in the world so seeing red a vote for seeing red and jill well i think the reason why both these episodes are on the list is for the last five minutes because tara dies in the last five minutes of one and warren gets flayed in the last five minutes of the other one but if you look at what happens in the rest of the episode i think villains is the stronger one because you get to see you know willow sucking all the power out of the books and her going completely dark and crazy so uh, my vote is for villains and villains takes the win on to our next fight melvin this one is yours it is restless a uh, season four episode a primordial Spirit haunts the dreams of Buffy, Giles, Willow, and Xander, making each of them face their innermost fears versus 
Doppelgangland, uh, Season 3 episode, Anna Re- Anya sorry, wreaks havoc again when a spell goes awry, bringing Willow's vampire doppelganger into Buffyverse. Ooh, that's kind of hot. Go ahead, Melvin. All right. Um, well, as much as I like Doppelgangland and seeing Vampire Willow again, um, and I think this is also the episode where Willow seems to realize that she might be gay. Um, uh, you know, there's nice hints in that. Um, I love Doppelgangland, but Restless, I thought it was visually beautiful. It was artistic. Um, each of the dreams, like, it was, they were kind of trippy in a way. So, um, I'm voting for Restless. Uh, vote for Restless. Barry? This is no doubt going to be in a long series of angst-ridden decisions because, uh, I'm sure for all of us, because we're all such big Buffy fans, because um, Doppelgangland is, is really a, a, an outstanding uh, show, uh, Vampire Willow mainly, but Restless just has so much... Um, foreshadowing and and so much uh uh little things i I really i think i've seen it you know several times and each time there's something that i catch in there that's like oh wow and just an excellent writing and an excellent uh excellent acting restless a vote for restless dave again it is pretty tough because doppelgangland was just fantastic you take just the whole idea of when, when you become a vampire, like how much of you are still in there, like the difference between Spike as a vampire and Angel, for example. And so Willow as a vampire is somehow still sweet, despite the fact that she's intensely scary. And it was really cool, again, with Anya and going back to that world, or bringing that world here. But I agree, Restless. I mean, it almost seems more an obvious choice. Uh, like all those dreams, they all had such character depth. Like you know, they really showed like the feelings and levels uh, and, and concerns of all the characters and where they were going. And they did, they revealed a lot. I mean, they revealed in that episode to the dreams that Bobby was going to die and when, you know, like he had that all planned out and, it, and he showed you in the dream. If you look at the clues enough and everything that happened in those dreams came true. So restless. Uh, vote for restless. Jill. I, I agree with all that. It was one of the first, I think it was one of the first times where you actually see foreshadowing of what's going to happen in the next season, because I think up until then, he never knew if he was going to get another season or not. So, but it also, I mean, not just all the, you know, the cleverness and stuff in there, but then there's also the craziness, like the cheese guy that appears in all of their dreams. I mean, it's just all these crazy little details that make Restless just fun to watch. So my vote is for Restless. Another vote for Restless. Mike, is it a clean swing? Nope. I love Doppelgangland. It breaks my heart that it goes out this early because uh, uh, this is really, really the true Vampire Willow episode. Um, it was what I, it, it may not have had the, the kind of importance and in the mythology, but what, what I loved about Buffy and why I, I really didn't like Angel and, and, and other shows like this was the the sense of fun i mean even though there was danger in the episode this was this was small this was fun the the characters um really got to kind of shine especially Allison Hannigan i mean she really had to carry the entire episode and she does a great job of it and you know in a lot of ways seeing what she is like, seeing how dangerous willow can be as a vampire 
you know, really says a lot about how dangerous she becomes uh, much later as well. So I think uh, for me, that's that's the kind of Buffy episode that I wind up leaning towards. Not the not as much as many of the bigger mythology episodes, but but the smaller ones that are just I don't know more fun. That's what I liked about that show. Uh, vote for Doppelgangerland, but Restless is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Barry, this one is yours. It is once more with feeling. It's the season six episode that literally everybody knows the name of. It's a goddamn musical. I'm not even going to read what what's written down here. It's the musical episode that they just at Comic-Con did a sing-along to versus what, what's the lamb to the slaughter here? Uh, versus Buffy versus Dracula, a season five episode. Buffy is shaken by the awesome power by the awesome power when she comes face to face with the greatest vampire of all time, Dracula. Meanwhile, Xander becomes the Dark One's emissary and leads his friends into peril. And uh, yeah, Barry, that's yours. Well, I hope it's as not much of a slaughter as 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 you might think, because I really like Buffy versus Dracula. The the little things in there, the. Dracula still owing Spike money. Uh, uh, Giles having to fend off the loathsome vampires. But I think in the final, um, Marty Noxon without underwear slightly beats out uh, No More Butt Monkey. Once More with Feeling. <laughs> uh, vote for Once More with Feeling. Dave. Uh, yeah, I, that's probably my favorite hour of television in the history of television just because they did... <laughs> I mean, what a great undertaking and have like a cast that was that talented that could actually sing so well. The fact that he wrote all the songs and, and the fact that uh, Sam Michelle Geller wasn't initially going to sing, but then sort of got convinced that she should. And she did, a, she did a fine job. It's not about their talent as singers. It's just about what an absurd idea. And it was copied many, many times by many other shows after that. And uh, yeah, I mean, hands down, I, I must have watched that episode more than any other episode of Buffy, just for fun and about the same soundtrack. You know, <laughs> obviously, I'm a geek, but like, I love it. So yeah, what's more with feeling? Uh, vote for once more with feeling. Jill? I second everything Dave said. It's my favorite TV show, and it's my favorite episode of the TV show. So once more with feeling. Uh oh. Uh, Mike? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm pretty sure once more with feeling will win. Uh, so I'm tempted to vote for Buffy versus Dracula just for that reason. But I actually did attend a live, uh, midnight show sing along of once more with feeling. And, uh, I've never done that with Buffy versus Dracula or any other episode on this list. Another vote for once more with feeling Melvin. Is it a clean sweep? It's a clean sweep. Once more with feeling blew my mind. I mean, it's incredibly hard to pull off a musical with already established uh, an already established show, um, and you've seen it fail many times. And you know, this this just goes to show you that you know they, these guys are brilliant. So once more with feeling. And uh, once more with feeling, moving on in a clean sweep. And I'm just going to end the episode there because it's very <laughs> clear that once more with feeling is the front runner at this point. But you never know. On to our next fight. Uh, Dave, this one is yours. It is Grave, which is a season six episode. Giles faces off with Willow, but she drains him of his powers. This much power causes her to feel all the suffering in the world, so she decides to end it. The world, that is. Xander finally gets through to her, and he saves the day by doing so. 
Oh, how sweet. Versus The Gift, uh, season one episode, the gang participates in the school... Oh, wait, no, not The Gift. Sorry, it's The Puppet Show. Uh, season one episode, gang participates in the school talent show where someone is harvesting on human organs. Go right ahead, Dave. Okay. Well, great, obviously, awesome episode. Obviously, terrifying and, and uh, you know, makes... Uh, like the relationships that Willow has after with like Kennedy and whatever, you obviously know that this was the love of her life that she could go so far as to, to want to do this and add that much power and it was super intense. And even the, and I do feel like it's like the, I know that the Whedon came in and script doctored the bit about the crayon, the Xander, remember the girl with the crayon, you know, that whole thing. And when I watched it, that seemed a little trite, but it was necessary to calm her and it was beautiful and it was moving and everything. But, as far as season one goes, most of those episodes were not so hot because they were, you know, finding their feet. And I absolutely asked the puppet show. I thought it was so clever that this, you know, that this spirit they're inside of a mannequin, or not a mannequin, uh, what's it called? A dummy. A dummy. You know, it was, you know, they had all the twists and turns, and you thought it was this guy, you thought it was that guy, you thought it was a dummy, but then it turns out, like, he's actually there to fight the crime. And in the end... He, you know, he does what he has to do, and then he dies. And I thought that was really strangely touching that this puppet, <laughs> like, died. And I thought, that what a great, what a great abstract way to to bring magic into the world, you know, this world of Buffy and the mythology. You know, taking a big step away from vampires and uh, just doing something really cool. So I'm going puppet show. Uh, vote for the puppet show, Jill. I agree that the puppet show is a very unique episode and it's definitely the best one of season one and it, it definitely shows us into you know joss's brain a little bit that we should be prepared that things are not going to happen the way we expect but the grave i i'm going to vote for the grave um because xander saves the day overall i don't think it's it's not my favorite of the series finales but i do love the fact that giles comes back into that for that and he gives you know t he gives willow all this power that she thinks is, you know, to make her even stronger and destroy the world, but it ends, it gives her, you know, gives her the key to survive and that it's Xander himself that actually calms her down and saves the day. So for that, I'll give it to Grave. A vote for Grave. Mike. I, I actually don't remember uh, the puppet show at all, um, <laughs> but it has puppets in it. So that's a, a bonus. And uh, um, the grave has one thing that I, I really hate, which is the somebody turns bad, and before they're going to wipe everything out, someone reaches that last bit inside them. And I don't know, every time there's anytime a major character gets some sort of evil or omnipotence, I just go, I really hope it isn't going to be, oh, there's that last shred inside them, let's get it out and invariably it always is and it's just that's just a story convention i've had enough of so you're voting for the puppet show yep okay because you didn't say which one you were voting for <laughs> vote for the puppet show uh melvin um i think grave is a great great episode um you know it's all that willow craziness going on. But um, the puppet show, I'm looking down this list of the episodes that we have here. It's the only episode from season one that we have on this list. With the exception, I don't know what the unknowns are. But um, I gotta, we got to keep season one in there. 
still, so I'll vote for the puppet show. Uh, vote for the puppet show and Barry. Um, I'm really such a little bitch when it comes to the sappy parts of Buffy and, and the end of Grave when Xander saves Willow and then Buffy talks to Dawn and the song plays. It's uh, it just uh, it, it's just such a such a, a, a moving and, and 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 emotional part for me. But even though I submitted Grave in here. There is a good point that the puppet show does represent season one, which isn't entirely all bad. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the puppet show also gives us the first episode with Principal Snyder, which is one of my favorite characters. So whichever one wins goes up against once more with feeling. So I'm going to vote for the puppet show. And the puppet show takes the win. We are on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is The Prom, which is a season three episode. Buffy and Angel must deal with the impossibility of a future together. Buffy must save the day when someone plots a prom massacre. Versus The Gift, a season five episode. Buffy must square off against a true god when Glory prepares to use Dawn to break down the walls between dimensions and unleash hell on earth. This one was actually the hardest one on the list for me to figure out which one to vote for because for diff- very different reasons, I really like both of them. Both episodes made me cry at the end. Um, the The gift made me cry because of Buffy's speech to Dawn. Now she's my least. Dawn is my least favorite character. She's annoying as hell. It would have been nice to push her off the you know the tower and be done with her, but instead Buffy saves her and saves the day and you know all that usual stuff. But just her speech to her just always chokes me up, and I just thought it was very very well done. But the prom, she gets the, you know, the class protector award and, you know, it's the whole breakup with Angel and then he shows up at the end and it's just all, you know, everything you want your prom kind of, you know, all the emotions you want in your prom, I guess. So I'm going to go for that one. I'll vote for the prom. Mike. Yeah, I, uh, I'm also going to vote for the prom because uh, one of the other things that I really like about Buffy is strangely the really girly stuff. Uh, I don't know why, but her getting that award and dancing at the prom, that actually made me tear up. <laughs> you, heartless Mike, actually tears up at that? Mike isn't heartless. He, you guys haven't seen him cry. I've watched it. Oh, wait uh, wait, wait till later in this hour, in these brackets. <laughs> He's going to start He's crying. He's going to cry while we're doing this. <laughs> uh, Melvin, what's your vote? Every television series uh, pulls out the stops when it comes to the prom episode. Uh, for all those high school, you know, setting television shows. Um, and Buffy did the same thing. Um, I, I think what, what they, they really, really hit on the emotions and Jonathan's speech, um, you know, that broke my heart as, um, as what Jill said earlier, it was, you know, Buffy realizing that, you know, she is appreciated. Um, and how, um, yeah, they have this, un- they have this quiet respect for her. Um, it's, yeah, it's very moving. So, um, going with the prom. Another vote for the prom, Barry. I think that means that the prom is moving forward. So I'm going to go ahead and throw some love for the gift, which if, uh, there was some scuttlebutt that I remember reading that, that, Buffy might have been canceled after five seasons. 
And if it was, this really would have been a, a good a good send off for it. I, I really like the gift, and I'm going to vote for it. A uh, vote for the gift and Dave. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, the gift, yeah, very very emotional, amazing. Especially everybody's got like you know their their talents going on. Vander uses the wrecking ball, and Willow's using telekinesis, and it's all hitting the fan. But I really got to say the glory. One of my least favorite villains. Uh, I mean, fun, but overall, you know, I knew she was going to beat her. I knew she was going to die because it's a wrestler. That's what they say, you know. So you knew that was going to happen, and the, the, like, the, like the, they just said, like, uh, you knew they were changing stations and everything. So as a watcher, you, you lose a little bit of that suspension of disbelief. But the prom, like, you got to go fight a bunch of stupid demons. Like, you know, her poor duty. She can't just have a night to herself, just a normal night, you know, which has been, like, the issue for the first couple of seasons in high school. And, it, you know, really reached out to the, the sentimentalist in me, like, thinking back to, like, how I felt about things in high school, like the prom or graduation or what have you. And, and yeah, when she got that class protector award, Jonathan, of all people, gave it to her, which was great. You know, we've all seen weird things, da, 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 and I cried my eyes out, and I am hands down going to prom. Uh, vote for the prom, and the prom moves on. And we are at our first unknown fight of the episode. We've got one episode, which is normal again. Uh, let's see. That's a season six episode. A demon's venom causes Buffy to hallucinate, convincing the Slayer that she's normal girl in a mental ward, and that her parents are alive, Dawn never existed, and her Slayer life is just a delusion. Versus Jared's first pick. He gets two picks in this episode. And uh, you guys talk about how much you love Jonathan. Jonathan's great. This episode is the season three episode, Earshot. It's where Jonathan is up in the uh, bell tower with the rifle about to execute people. Mike, this one is yours. Uh, you know, I, I just saw Normal again recently for the first time. I, it's the only episode I had missed completely. Uh, I don't know how I missed it. It was This was in the days before DVRs, and uh, I didn't actually buy the Buffy seasons up that far. Uh, but Earshot is fantastic. That's, that is one of my, my favorite episodes. That's, uh, it's kind of a weird, she gets the new superpower kind of thing. Uh, isn't that the one? Yeah, she can read minds. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, stop this kind of weird expansion of her powers and just that it, you know, kept you guessing the whole time and, and the resolution at the end, it was all. It was all fantastic high schooly stuff, you know. And as someone who, you know, certainly thought about shooting everybody in my high school, uh, it touched me. Oh, vote for earshot, uh, Melvin. Wow, kudos to Jared. Um, I can't believe we forgot to put earshot on this list. Um, now that you explain, I, I remember that episode clearly, and it it was actually pretty hard hitting. Um, and, you know, it kind of established Jonathan as, like, you know, an excellent recurring character as well. Um, so um, I'm going to vote for Earshot. A vote for Earshot. Barry? I'm going to um, throw my love for Normal again, again, for mixing genres, because it reminded me of that Deep Space Nine episode where they were had Cisco in the mental hospital with Casey Biggs is the doctor and trying to convince him that he was uh, uh, the writer, um, Benny. Um, I can't remember his name, but uh, I really like that that comparison. 
the, the likening between the two. Earshot is, is a good good episode. I love how we see what Cordelia thinks she says. That, that was one of the funniest parts of it. But I'm going to vote for Earshot. You I'm sorry, normally, normal, sorry, normal yeah. again. Okay, just making sure. Uh, Dave. Yeah, that's a, that was a nice surprise one. That was a good unknown. Because um, normally, again, it was one of my first choices, but somebody already picked it. Uh, and that is just a fantastic especially because the season I mean you know, they're making fun of themselves or like these, the, the season villains are these three idiots um, and it just doesn't seem dire as it's been before and then you know she's in the insane asylum and her mom and dad are there and it's just heart wrenching you know uh, and it's really cool but I'm going to agree with Earshot was you know they, they tried to tackle these other topics on other teen dramas and invariably they would they would be awful and embarrassing and almost offensive but the way Buffy with the telepathy and or telepathy if you will and, and and just science fiction angle on it like just the, the overall lesson like we're all alone like and that's exactly how every single one of us felt like everybody that feels you know when you're that age you, nobody ever, has ever felt the way i feel right now yet everybody has and everybody does and so earshot i'll vote for earshot and jill well, I put normal again on the list it's obviously it's one of my favorite episodes i just thought it was incredibly clever you know, the whole concept of it, of making her think that all of this was a hallucination because, yeah, why would she be a slayer killing vampires and her best friends are all, you know, these magic wielding people? And why would she create a sister that's made out of energy and stuff like this? And and the way they end the episode with, you know, not her in Sunnydale with the Scooby gang, but instead they end the episode with her in the mental institution. It just leaves you with that lingering, wow, what if this really is all just a hallucination and it's in her head? I just thought that was, yeah, Earshot's a great episode, but Normal, again, is just way more, I think it's way more thought-provoking. Uh, vote for Normal again, but Earshot takes the win, and Earshot didn't air when it was supposed to. Because, because that's it, when Columbine happened. A week after Columbine was the original air date for the episode, and they had to move it. So, but It, actually never, it actually never aired in the first run. It didn't, run, it didn't air until it was in syndication. Yeah. Uh, Columbine. Oh, we all forgot about how joyous that occasion was. But Earshot, moving on, and yeah, that was a horrible thing I said. Just ignore it. That was sad. <laughs> We're on to our next fight. <laughs> Melvin, this one is yours. It is Band Candy, a season three episode. Candy sold by the Sunnydale High School Band causes the adults to behave like cheer uh, teenagers with some interesting outcomes versus... Inca Mummy Girl, a season two episode, Buffy and Joyce offer to take a foreign exchange student in this foreign exchange student, but instead get a life-sucking mummy who's taken an interest in Xander. Um, I think both episodes are good. Um, but uh, Inca Mummy Girl uh, is the first appearance of Oz and of Jonathan. Um, so I'm going to vote for that. A vote for Inca Mummy Girl. Barry. And uh, Inca Mummy Girl uh, gives us one in what's to be a recurring uh, theme for Xander, where he really lays down his life, says, you know, kill me, don't, don't kill Willow in this case. Uh, again, showing just what a powerful character he is, and I think why he's so well-liked. I'm going to vote for Band Candy because I like seeing Giles let loose. Uh, vote for Band Candy. Dave. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. I like this. Uh, yeah. Uh, Band Candy, yeah, that was a talk. And uh, 
especially seeing like Principal and and Giles and Joyce all acting ridiculous was a lot of fun, and it was cool because it, is that the first one with Ethan Rain? No, Ethan no, Halloween was. Okay, Halloween was right. first one. Either way, like he was a great sort of recurring nemesis for an adult character on the show, um, and I really liked that. Um, but Inca Mummy Girl, yeah, like Xander's just pattern of dating, like you know, his, his horrible playing mantis teacher, and <laughs> he's always you know, faith, whatever. He's always going for the wrong woman. Oh man, I'm kind of torn. I don't know now. That was good. They did introduce a lot of good characters there, uh, but uh, I'm going to go just for for fun. I'm going to go band candy. A vote for Band Candy. Jill. Band Candy is just a fun episode. It's funny. It's just fun to see, you know, Giles and Joyce just totally revert to their childhood selves and Buffy and the gang get so horrified by how they're acting. So for that, I vote Band Candy. A vote for Band Candy and Mike. Uh, the the horrible way that the, that everyone or that they've been acting that everybody's failed to describe is Giles had sex with Buffy's mom. Didn't he? Oh, yes, he did. Yeah. So, I mean, it, that's not hijinks. Giles banged Buffy's mom. That's awesome. <laughs> band candy. <laughs> and band candy takes the win. We are on to our next fight. Barry, this one is yours. It is. <clears throat> let's see if I can find it on here. Oh, there we go. Lies My Parents Told Me, a season seven episode where the Scoobies failed to nullify the first hold on Spike. Principal Wood and Giles team up to kill him. Meanwhile, Spike relives the day he became a vampire. Versus Becoming, which is a season two episode. Angel prepares a ritual to awaken a demon that will suck the world into hell. Buffy prepares to kill him, but is torn when Willow discovers the ritual. That could restore Angel's soul. Uh, when Willow discovers the ritual that could restore Angel's soul, Buffy's life is a mess. When her mother discovers her secret life, and she's expelled from school and forced to make a heart-wrenching decision, when both Angel's and Willow's rituals succeed. Who's is that? Oh, yeah, Barry. <laughs> and one one of what's to be one of the toughest first-round episodes. It's such a shame that one of these has to go out, but. I really, as I said before, I really love the background on Spike and the story, and we get more of that and his relationship with his mother, and also we get the story of Principal Wood about why he's doing what he's doing, being the son of Nikki the Slayer. I've got to vote for lies my parents told me for that one powerful line when Spike and, and Principal Wood are talking, and Principal Wood is telling him about his mother and he says, she was my world to me. And Spike says, yes, but you weren't hers, which tells the story of, of what a slayer is. And it, that line just sends chills down my spine. Um, lies my parents told me. A vote for lies my parents told me. Dave. Yeah, that is a, that is a, good, uh, a good battle here. Um, becoming, it's becoming kind of unfair because it's actually a two-part season finale. but. Uh, but Lies My Parents Told Me was cool. I actually, when I, when I picked mine, I picked one from seasons one through six. I didn't pick any from season seven. There's a lot of really good stuff in season seven that I, that I truly, truly enjoyed. And that is definitely the Principal Wood storyline was one of my favorite storylines in that. And how he, he dealt with Spike. And, but yeah, I got chills too. It was great. But I think that Becoming, it was an early, it was like two ender. And, you know, 
the whole Willow spell just before he dies. He, he, he's okay again. He gets his soul back, but the thing is already open, and she knows what she has to do, and she kisses him, and she takes that sword, and she stabs it through him and into the statue, closing the evil portal and sending him to a hell dimension. And I'm like, that is amazing that she can make this decision, that she is that within her, her, her role as a slayer now in the world. So I'm, I'm going with Becoming. Uh, vote for Becoming. Jill. Becoming forced Buffy to grow up real fast. I mean, she got to a point where she felt like she had lost absolutely everything. And now on top of that, she gets her boyfriend back back at the last second, but it's too late and she has to kill him. This is another episode that made me cry. I'm voting for Becoming. Another vote for Becoming. Mike. Yep, everything that uh, that Jill and Dave said. And Melvin. Well, it looks like Becoming won. Um, and I guess I'll put my vote for that as well. I think I, I put that on the list. Why um, My Parents told me an excellent episode. Um, I think it's the only season seven episode on this list. Um, so it's sad that there's no representation from that season. But um, Becoming such an Excellent, excellent episode. So, going with that. And Becoming makes it on through. We're on to our next fight. Dave, this one is yours. It is another big gun. It is Hush, a season four episode. After the residents of Sunnydale lose their power of speech, Buffy battles strangely silent assailants along an incredulous Riley. Oh, it's Riley. I hate Riley. (laughs) (laughs) Versus uh, The Wish. Uh, season three episode, the demon Annika, Anyaka, or whatever, grants Anyanka. Cord- whatever Cordelia's <laughs> wish <laughs> that Buffy never came to Sunnydale, creating an alternate reality which vampires rule. Dave, well, that is a good one. That is a good one. Now, Hush, Hush was an awesome episode that they created this story that could be based on like some Hans Christian Andersen or Brothers Grimm tale. It's a feels like it's been around forever, even though it was you know, brand new for the, the show. It was creepy, it was cool, but it was way overhyped. And by the time it came on, I was like, meh. Cool that Buffy and Riley at the end say, oh, you're the Slayer, oh, you're a soldier. That was great that they finally could stop lying to each other. Um, and Lord knows, Giles' drawings when nobody could speak were by far one of the funniest, funniest moments in the entire Buffy mythos. But I think that The Wish created this alternate reality, which Obviously, it gave us, you know, Vampire Willow and Vampire Xander and Angel as a, as a puppy slave and was super cool and ingenious. And, and who doesn't love a parallel story? So I'm going to go with The Wish. Uh, vote for The Wish. Jill. I agree that these are both really, really good episodes, but I'm kind of the opposite. I really like The Wish. I love Vampire Willow. But Hush, I think it was just so, I think it was gutsy that they did a whole episode or almost of an episode silent. The first parts of the episode where they're actually talking is not that interesting, but once they all lose their voices, it's, I think it's incredibly well done. And it's, it's just, it's one of those episodes where I literally will just stop whatever else I'm doing and watch it. Not just because there's no dialogue to listen to if I'm not, but just because it's, I think it's visually very engrossing. And I think the 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 gentlemen are very creepy. Um, so I, my vote is the hush is for hush. If it, if it came on right now, you'd stop the geek fight. Yes, <laughs> I would. Okay. A vote for hush. Um, Mike. Yeah. I, I feel so bad for poor vampire Willow, uh, having to go up against, uh, a big gun here after, after losing earlier. Uh, I love the wish, you know, the, the alternate dimension is, is great. 
Um, I know Hush is probably the favorite. It's one of the big guns. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with The Wish just because Vampire Willow lost earlier. I'm, I'm giving her some love now. He likes it even more than just that. But a vote for The Wish. Melvin. More love later. <laughs> go ahead, Melvin. Yeah. Or, um, na- or now. The Hush, the, the Hush is such a, you know, as, as Jill said, it's a gutsy episode. Not many writers could pull off, you know, playing almost an entire episode without any dialogue, without pretty much barely any sound. And it was so, it was, it was so groundbreaking. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I got to respect the, the, um, the talent to pull off an episode like that and keep everyone, all the viewers engaged. Um, cause, um, I was engaged and, and, and I, you know, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. So I'm, I'm going for Hush. I, I, I respect the wish. I, I love Vampire Willow. She's, a, she's an awesome character. Um, but, um, the Hush is just too inventive, too creative. So I gotta respect that. A vote for Hush. It is all tied up and it comes down to you, Barry. This is not a vote against the wish. I love the wish. Uh, again, the way that these uh, fights are, just it's awful that some of these have to go in the first round. But the hush just has so many cool moments. The way that the the gentleman scared the shit out of me when they pulled the curtain back and you saw him go by. The way that they moved by floating just a little bit above the ground. But I've got to vote for the hush because it taught me a new obscene gesture. A vote for Hush, and Hush moves on into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is Beer Bad. A bartender slips a Mickey into folks' drinks that turns them into cavemen. Versus Anne, or is that Annie? Oh, it's Anne. A season three episode where Buffy's in L.A. hiding from her friends, family, and destiny. But she has to face who she is... When something demonic is threatening kids living on the streets. Oh, how sweet. Well, I have the same problem with this round as I did with the last, only kind of sort of opposite. Whereas the last had two phenomenal episodes. To me, these are two of the weaker episodes. No offense to whoever put them on. (laughs) Um, I actually don't really like either episode. I think Beer Bad is more fun than Anne to watch. So I'll vote for that one. Uh, Vote for Beer Bad. Mike, well, uh, I I agree. This is certainly not a battle of titans, and for me, but I I didn't think Anne was, was bad. It just was not uh, not one that I would put you know on my, on my top. But yeah, I, I really didn't like beer bad at all. So I'm going to vote for Anne. I like how everybody's making excuses for the ones that like I don't like <laughs> either one of these, but I'm going to vote for this. Not that it's a good episode. No, no, I just like it better than that one. But. <laughs> And gets a point, uh, Melvin. Um, well, I actually, I, I admit to putting Beer Bad on this uh, list. Um, I thought it was a silly episode. It's fun. Um, Cal Penn was in it. Um, uh, and I think is a, you know, it's probably one of the weaker season openers. Isn't that the season opener for season three? Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. Um. And um, I'm going to pick Beer Bad, I guess. 
Everybody apologizing for their picks. A vote for beer bad. Barry? Hey, it's fun. Um, I'm not going to apologize for my pick, which is Anne, because the way that I see that is that's the first one right after Becoming. And Buffy had apparently checked out. She was not going to be the Slayer anymore. She just lost the man that she loved more than anything else in the world. And, you know, she just said, fuck it, I'm, I'm out of here. And Anne was the episode that, that brought her back in and said, no, I've, I've got to be the Slayer. I've got to go back to Sunnydale. I've, I've, got, I've got to do what I have to do. So, Anne. A vote for Anne. It is all tied up, and it comes down to you there, Dave. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Beer Bad, yes. A lot of fun. It was one of those great, where they do the parables, like uh, like when Buffy and Cordelia earlier on went to the frat party and the villain was a giant snake. I mean, it's like, oh, it was date rape. You know, like, there was all these things, and Beer Bad was like, oh, the, the trouble with drinking, you know, which is not a good thing. Um, what have you. But um, I'm going to vote for Anne for a couple reasons. Yeah, it was it was a pretty weak season opener. I mean, as far as the actual plot of it goes, all these demons taking people to this under dimension and working in their whole lives and then they come back and they're tattooed boyfriend. But the girl that she was waiting tables with had been in a previous episode. She was one of those ancillary characters. She'd been in the one uh, season earlier where the vampire, like, wannabes get locked up and she escaped and then she took Buffy's name of Anne at the end of that episode and then she appears on Angel later on uh, we're, I know it's not an angel, but angel episode, but like working with, you know, with kids in LA. And so it was just this weird, like girl that was in three, maybe five episodes total between Buffy and angel, but it was how they, they made this cohesive universe. And I think that that was fabulous. And, and Buffy was also kicked out of her house at the end of becoming Joyce said, if you walk out that door, don't come back. And then she kills her boyfriend and saves the world. And so, you know, I thought it was really, you know, that, that down point for Buffy where she had to really be independent and grow, and then realize she needed to come back and be with be with who she needed to be with. So, Anne. A vote for Anne. And Anne is moving on into the next round. We are on to, a, well, our next fight. Mike, this fight is yours. It is graduation day, uh, season three finale. While, Mayor, while the mayor prepares for his diabolical transformation on graduation day, Buffy battles Faith to save Angel's life. At the hours, as the hours tick away to graduation, the impending doom of the mayor's ascension hangs heavy with the gang. With Angel near death, Busky and Buffy, <laughs> I almost said Busty, must risk her own life in an effort to save his. Versus Suistar! A season four episode, Buffy must put aside the turmoil she feels about Riley and face night of passion to investigate why a former nerd is suddenly a superhero. Mike, that's yours. Uh, I'm going to go with Graduation Day. It is one of my favorite episodes, one of my favorite finales. Um, the principal gets eaten, and uh, the mayor's a giant snake, or something like that. But uh, anyway, it's uh, Graduation Day. Uh, vote for Graduation Day. Uh, Melvin? Um, you know, I like Superstar. Um, you know, I like... Um those Jonathan centric episodes. Um, but, uh, graduation day, um, was so crazy and epic. And as, as you, as, um, uh, as mentioned earlier, you know, the, uh, principal being eaten and, you know, 
all the students like coming out with the weapons and everything, you know, fighting. Um, you know, it was pretty cool. So um going with graduation day. Uh vote for graduation day. Uh Barry. Graduation day, I think the mayor has to stay in the fight. Uh vote for graduation day. Dave. All right. Well, um, Graduation Day 2 was one of my favorite favorite episodes of all time. And then the mayor, one of my favorite villains. And so just a little crazy, clean, germ-free, hilarious, but terrifying awesomeness. And he becomes a giant snake. And that seems pretty silly. But the time was really, really awesome. Now, I did I did pick Superstar because, again, I don't know what it is with me and these, these like minor characters. I have this thing for them. But Jonathan, I was so happy when, when you know they became the villains. Um, because I love seeing these kids grow. And so when Superstar came out, again, sort of a parallel reality, although it was in this reality, I thought it was just fabulous because he's, you know, the biggest loser on Buffy, maybe maybe Andrew, but, uh, you know, and he did, found a way to be the coolest guy in the damn universe. He was a sports player, and he was a writer, and he was a musician, and he was, like, in everything. And he turned it around so that these, these cool kids, these confident kids that had this tight-knit group of friends felt, less than themselves, and, you know, especially including Buffy. Uh, and then in the end, she turned it around, and they worked together and saved the day. And, you know, throughout it, he gave her he gave her some good advice about her relationship with Riley, and I just thought it was hilarious. And so I'm going to be I'm gonna be cheap and vote for the one that I, that I put. I'm going to vote uh, for Superstar. Just like the fact that Graduation Day uh, was, was hands down one of the best Buffy episodes ever. A <laughs> vote for Superstar and Jill. Superstar is a fun episode, but graduation day, they blow up the school at the end. I mean, who didn't want to do that when they left high school? I vote for that one. Uh, Vote for graduation day, and graduation day is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Melvin, this one is yours. It is Family, which is a season five episode. Tara's family makes a surprise visit to Sunnydale for her birthday, threatening to reveal a shocking secret that can endanger all of their lives, versus... Innocence, a season two episode. Angel loses his soul, and the demons. Wait, no, no. Angel doesn't lose his soul. Buffy's vagina steals his soul away. Let's remember that. <laughs> and Buffy must deal with him and stop the judge. Uh, so, uh, who is that? Melvin, that's yours. All right. Um, Innocence is a great episode um, for the fact that you know you get Angelus, and um, Angelus is you know establishes the big bad of that season. Um, but uh, family, uh, that I think that's the only Tara-centric episode. Like, it's all about Tara and seen through. Uh, it kind of follows her. Um, and I, I remember it being... Um, and so I, I don't really remember much of it, so I guess I'm going to vote for Innocence. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a vote for Innocence. Barry? I've got a pretty good feeling that Innocence is going to move on, so I'm just going to give some love for family just for the, just for the wonderful moments in there when, when all the Scoobies are standing uh, with each other, with Tara, when, uh, when, when uh, uh, Buffy and, and Dawn with her and Giles says you're not just facing two little girls and the end when Tara and, and Willow are dancing uh, above the uh, floating above the thing is there, there's you know I don't think you want to be with me when you see family because there's a line 
from, I think it's uh, Dogma with Jay and Bob, where uh, Jay says, you, it's really embarrassing to watch a fat man weep, and that's the way that I am when family's on. So I'm going to vote for family. Uh, vote for family. Uh, Dave. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, family was cool because, again, they kind of care. But it was one of those terrible episodes, you know, obviously witchcraft was their, their, their metaphor for, for lesbianism or just homosexuality in general. Uh, so it was great to see, like, her coming from this, like, small-minded family that didn't want her to be what she actually was. But I really liked it because, again, that was that was the first time that Buffy and the Scoobies, like, accepted her because she was always, always an outsider, just Willow's friend, and then she realized that these people do care for her. And, and stand up for her. And Innocence was great, except for the, the obvious uh, voiceovers. I mean, it was, it was cool, like Angel's little voiceovers throughout it. Um, but it was a little obvious. And yet, now that I've said that, I'm going to turn around and vote for Innocence. Uh, so vote we- for Innocence. <laughs> uh, Jill? I... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to vote for Innocence. And because, okay, so Buffy has sex for the first time. It's, you know, a major significant moment in a girl's life, with, you know, having sex with the, with the guy she loves, and then he literally turns into a monster. It's just heart-wrenching to watch, but fun to watch at the same time because Angelus is such a cool character. And it's just a great show to watch, you know, see how she tries to handle this and cope with this throughout the whole episode. So I vote this for Innocence. A uh, vote for Innocence and Mike. Um, well, you know, certainly uh, the the soul stealing vagina would be enough, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's the we talked about becoming already, and and you know that that the emotional moment that that you know is at the end of that that begins in this episode. I mean that that is the arc of of season two, and season two is my favorite, and. That episode, Innocence, is where that that story really begins, and it's just this amazing arc of her transforming, you know, becoming a woman, and in the end, becoming a slayer. Um, it's it's really just this great story storyline story arc, and this is where it all begins, and it is emotional and painful. And I like I said before, strangely, the girly stuff is what really gets me on this show, and. That's that's both pretty girly stuff and just pretty powerful dramatic stuff. And a vote for Innocence, and Innocence is moving on. We are on to our next fight. It is The Body, which is a Season 5 episode. Buffy and the gang are overcome by grief when tragedy strikes, and they are robbed of someone they hold dear. Versus... What is that? 29. Halloween, which is a season two episode. Someone from Giles' past wreaks havoc on Halloween, causing Buffy and the gang to be transformed into their costumes. Barry, that one is yours. Halloween is real good. It's got the entrance of Ethan Rain, and it's got season two Spike, which is always awesome. The body... I think it's just such a, a, a terribly difficult episode to watch, but it really is such a powerful episode, and just for so many reasons. Um, and uh, I'm going to vote for the body. Uh, vote for the body, uh, Dave. Yeah, Halloween was a blast. It was again when they were doing like all sorts of simple, creative. One one show episode, um, yeah, Ethan Rain, awesome. 
um, they come into costume, and Lord knows that they they, they sucked out the Xander was the soldier for a night thing for many 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 episodes after that and stuff like that. Willow super hot, but she's a ghost, you know, but she's dressed up like a hooker person, what have you, and Oz sees her, and he's all, who's that girl? Awesome, but I can't. Well, the one smallest feeling was my favorite episode on television of all time. The Body was my most heartbreaking, intense episode of television I've ever watched, because you know why? She she died completely natural causes. You know, they were leading up to it. We, you know, we, we thought it might be coming, but, you know, when, when Buffy just at the beginning, when she comes home, by the end of the season, the, the episode before that, when she comes home and says, Mommy? Oh, my God. I don't think I stopped crying for 45 minutes. You know, like, it was just amazing. And all the grief and all the all the intense emotions that all the actors, like, put themselves through with the loss of this, this amazing, normal person. It's the body. Oh, vote for the body. Uh, Jill? Pretty common theme with this round. Uh, Halloween, it's a lot of fun. It's really great to see Xander and Buffy switch roles for an episode where he's the big protector and she's the little sissy girl. But the body, you know, I've mentioned several times, several episodes make me cry. This one makes me sob. I, I can't watch it because it breaks my heart. So I voted for the body. The body, Mike? Uh, I'm going to vote for Halloween. Uh like I I'd said before, my favorite episodes are are these fun episodes. Uh, it was I I didn't really watch much of the first season of Buffy. A few sporadic episodes. I didn't really think they were very good. And then I just started watching a little bit in season two. And this was the episode that really grabbed me because it was very clever. Um, I loved Ethan. I mean, you you saw. It Giles as a badass for the first time. I mean, that's when you really started to see that come out. You know, the hints of Cordelia's interest in Xander kind of pop up, just just like in, in moments when she sees him taking charge. Um, she looked fantastic in that catsuit. Uh, so, yeah, it, it doesn't have the emotional punch. It's certainly not uh, kind of a big story episode, but, you know, in the end, it, it is one of the I think great and clever small episodes that I love. Uh, vote for Halloween and Melvin. All right. Well, we've got an episode that made me laugh out loud many times, and episode that made me cry, um, real tears uh, when I was watching it. So you know, it's really tough to pick between these two. Um, uh, if I were to pick on high emotions, I would pick the body, but I think the body's already won, so I'll just throw my vote over there, Halloween. So uh, Another Halloween. vote to Halloween, but the body did win, and we are at our last fight of the first round. Dave, this one is yours. Uh, let's see. It is Passion, Season 2. Angel uh, continues to tor- torment Buffy. Jenny tries to curse Angel, and, uh, well... Angel kills her. It's a fucked up episode. Versus Jared's second pick. Uh, it's a season six episode. I, I, I wish I could pronounce this correctly. It's uh, Tabula Raza. The Scoobies lose their memory. And uh, it's basically the episode where Buffy finds out. Well, where the Scoobies talk about finding out that Buffy was in heaven. And Giles leaves. Go ahead, Dave. All right, that's Jared. He's got some good stuff here. So, uh, funnily enough, Passion, I was thinking that was the episode Innocence. I think that's why I sort of faltered before. I'm like, wait, what was that? <laughs> that's the one where he does the, uh, you know, Passion makes whatever of us all the, uh, the uh, voiceovers. 
Um, that's the one I actually thought was trite. And Tabula Raza is one of my favorite hilarious episodes because they don't know. They're all screaming at the door when there's a vampire. They all have different names. They figure out their their sisters. Uh, Spike is dressed in the ridiculous suit because he's hiding from the, the loan, the very literal loan shark. Um, and he thinks his name is Randy, and he thinks Charles is his father. Hilarious, hilarious. And uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, with Tabula Raza. A vote for the tab, Jill. That is a fun episode, but the passion is, I, I think, a much stronger episode. It's told all from Angel's point of view, and it's just this dramatic, you know episode of him haunting them for the entire thing and then finally the culmination where he ends up killing Jenny which none of us saw coming with those of us that were watching it when it was airing it was like oh my god he's going to kill off you know one of the main characters so for that I vote for passion uh, vote for passion Mike yeah I'm also going to vote for passion Tabula Ras is a great episode and it is a lot of fun but uh, you know, that, that arc I mentioned from Innocence to uh, Becoming, it peaks with passion. I mean, this was where, really when it was a, you know, this is, this is very early. And uh, we didn't know how attached we could get to characters on this show yet. And I thought, uh, I thought Jenny Callender was someone who could be kind of an interesting dynamic on the show. I really did not expect her to die. Uh, it was very, very powerful. And yeah, the voiceover is really heavy handed, but you know, strangely, I, I still kind of dig it. I mean, it's a little, it's a little much, but you know, it's the, the, that's the beauty of melodrama. A uh, vote for passion. Uh, Melvin. Uh, well, I agree with everyone about passion. Um, you know, Jenny being the first main character you know, on the show to die, um, you know, unexpected. It put a lot of weight into, um, what was going on. Um, Tabula Rasa. Can you explain that again? Well, um, the description of what happened. No, I can't. Uh, the Scoobies lose their memory. They all have different identities. They try and figure out who they are. Their personalities are still intact. They don't remember who they are. Uh, Giles leaves at the end of the episode, and it's basically his last regular episode. He comes on sporadically after that, and in the episode, the the Scoobies discuss Buffy actually being in heaven and not in hell, and you know how fucked up that was. Okay. They brought her back. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Now, now it's starting to come to memory. Um, I have to take the passion on this one. Sorry, Jared. A vote for the passion and Barry. Tabula Rasa really just makes me laugh out loud whenever I see the actual real loan sharks. They're just so so just so goofy and funny. It's it's just just really just a stroke of genius to have an actual loan shark being a demon. But passion just has so many powerful moments with with Angelus who is one of my very favorite characters and just to see his him in his full glory um is uh is just amazing so i'm voting for passion and passion takes the win uh let's see yeah passion takes the win (laughs) and we'll be back right after this 
I just met this girl named Buffy. I'm Pike. Pike isn't a name, it's a fish. I liked her, even though she seemed kind of flaky. But, as it turns out... You have been chosen, Buffy. Do what? To stop the vampires. Does Elvis talk to you? And things started getting weird around here. Are we having a nightmare? You threw a knife at my head. And you caught it. She was the one person I could really count on. Kill him a lot. Hi. Hi. What are you doing here? What am I doing here? I'm saving your butt. That is a bad guy. Can we go, please? The Slayer is unmasked. Let's finish it. I think this relationship has potential. Hi. How's it going? You're obviously having a bad hair day. If she can just get rid of those other guys in her life. Stab him in the heart! Christy Swanson. I am so sure. Donald Sutherland. Ah! Ah! Paul Rubens. Ah! With Rutger Hauer and Luke Perry. Buffy, you're not like other girls. Oh! Yes, I am. Buffy, the vampire slayer. I didn't even break a nail. Directed by Fran Rubel Kazooie. We're back doing what we do every week, uh, gumming with a little gumming, coming with a little geek cred. Uh, let's see, who will we start out with? Uh, we will start with Jill. I knew you were going to start with me. Yeah, I don't have anything new to add. I'm a fantasy geek. All things fantasy, I love them. That's my cred. All right, uh, Melvin. Um, I watch too much TV, and this is therapeutic for me. All right, Barry. Uh, I dress up in a Klingon uniform and put on a headpiece and go to conventions and act like a Klingon with some friends of mine. Rock and roll, and Mr. Gill, Dave Gill, was on the very first episode of Geek Fights. I think he was on like the seventh or eighth episode of Geek Fights, and he hasn't been back since. Uh, he's really drunk right now. Dave, what is your geek cred? First of all, I have no geek cred. I'm incredibly cool. Um, I, I only do this as a favor to you because you have those blackmail photos of me. And, uh, no, I don't have any geek cred. I got a ridiculous comic book, little graphic novel, paperback collection. And uh, I like to put my toys on display. And I named my son after Dick Grayson. I named him Grayson. So I think that's, that's, that's pretty good cred right there, right? Yeah, that, that works. That All works right. fine. I, I know other yeah. things about you, but I won't say them. Yorick. <laughs> Yorick. Sorry. I See, nobody, there's like three people listening to this that will understand what that means. But we are jumping back into our fights. I don't have to explain what these episodes are anymore. Jill, this fight is yours. It is the Zeppo versus Fool for Love. So it's basically Xander versus Spike. Because Zeppo's the Xander-heavy episode. Fool for Love is a Spike-heavy one. Spike is my favorite character. That's why I vote for Spike. Go for uh, Fool for, for Love. A vote for Fool for Love. Mike? This is tough. I I think Fool for Love is probably more the favorite here, but I uh, I love Zeppo. Um, it's named after Zeppo. Uh, it's the, the idea of what the guy who's not f- taking care of the you know, world ending thing is doing is great. They did uh, a similar episode on 
Justice League Unlimited with Booster Gold. Uh, you know, the characters that you don't appreciate or you don't really see what they do when, when shit's going down, sometimes they're taking care of their own shit. And uh, I like that, so I'll vote for Zeppo. I'll vote for the Zeppo. Melvin. Yeah, um, Spike is also one of my favorite characters. Um, so uh, naturally, I guess I would vote for Fool for Lost. But um, didn't when Zeppo didn't Xander sleep with Faith? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna vote for Zeppo. Of for that reason alone. A vote for the Zeppo. Barry. Not only did he sleep with Faith, wasn't that losing his virginity to Faith? Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, then lots of major stuff happened, Zeppo. So, yeah, I got to keep my vote for that. Yeah. Which is an awesome thing that I think uh, all of us wished we were in, uh, in Xander's shoes at that moment. I just like Spike's backstory a whole lot better, and, and I'm a big Spike fan. Uh, for the history, not a vote against Seppo, but I've got to vote for Spike. A vote for Fool for Love. It is all tied up and coming down to you there, Dave. Oh, man. That's tough because both, both those characters are, are, are fantastic characters. And I always love when they have like, that odd couple thing going. Spike was living in his basement and stuff like that. But um, again, uh, the Zeppo, because it, it is just the. You know, he's not only trying to, to find himself like outside of his friends, he's trying to find out exactly where he fits in with his friends. And Spike, oh, great stuff. But and, and, the, and the, the title alone defines defines it. I mean, or he loves bitch, as he says later on. That like fool for love is great. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Zeppo. I'm gonna go with the boy Xander. And the Zeppo is moving on to the next round. We are on to our next fight, Mike. This one is yours. It is villains versus restless. Hmm. Uh, you know, I think. I, I yeah, I think I will go with with restless. Um, you know, even though I didn't vote for it last time, it's because it was up against uh, one of my favorites. But uh, like everybody said, it was it was a very uh, a, a great departure visually, which was something that I think they didn't. They didn't play with a lot on the show. Uh, maybe it was budget. Maybe it's just style. But I, I like it when a show kind of gets out of its own sort of look for a little while. A vote for Restless. Melvin. Oh. I I, I like both episodes. Um, this is a tough one for me. Um, but, yeah, Restless, you know, was innovative um, when it comes to visuals. Uh, yeah, visually that was pretty um, outstanding. Uh, but that was just the death that was outstanding um, when it comes to visual. So I, I'll go with Restless. Uh, vote for Restless, Barry. I'm going to vote for Restless as well for the the chances that they took. We, we just uh, again the visuals which. One of my favorite, bringing back Principal Snyder as uh, Colonel Kurtz in the Apocalypse Now uh, scene there with uh, with him and Xander. Uh, I'm, uh, so it's got to be Restless. Another vote for Restless. Dave. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, do, I, do like, I do like villains. I do like Dark Willow doing all the bad she did. But really that whole 
that whole bit of her on her dark past. It, it was like three, four episodes long, you know, the, you know, two to go and everything as well. So I'm going to go for Restless because it was such a, a character-driven story with all their psyche and, and their issues. And and um, didn't she connect with Faith in the Dreamscape too? I mean, it was just insane. Uh, just the, the, the play that they performed, it was great. Yeah, Restless. Uh, vote for Restless. Jill, is it a clean sweep? It is indeed. It was such a unique episode that I think it was far superior to villains in the long run. So I go for Restless. Make it uh, clean sweep. Restless moves on in a clean sweep. We are on to our next fight, uh, which is probably going to be a slaughter fest. It is yes. once more with feeling versus the puppet show. Melvin, that one is yours. Um, I'm under the spell of once more with feeling, so I'm voting for that. I don't hear you singing. Uh, Barry. Now we're all singing it. Um... Once more with feeling with one of my favorite one-time characters. I don't ever, according to the literature, his name is Sweet, but I don't think they've ever said his name. But uh, I, I really liked liked his character, and uh, I wish we could have seen him more. Once more with feeling. Another vote for once more with feeling, Dave. Oh uh, yeah, and the puppet show was, was my choice too, but you know it just it doesn't stand up to what they were willing and able to do at that point. And just you know, on top of the songs that were like the character-driven revealing songs, just all the comedic songs of people singing on the street and people dancing themselves into explosions and stuff. Absolutely, once more with feeling. Another vote for once more with feeling. Jill, is it the puppet show for you? Of course not. Of course, it's once more with feeling. I just love the whole thing. Is just it's phenomenal from start to finish. Everything ties in very well, and the songs are very well written and very well performed. Once more with feeling. Another vote for once more with feeling. And Mike, is it a clean sweep? Sure, why not? I don't feel like trying to come up with some weird reason for puppet. So, but just give it to once more. A vote for Once More With Feeling. Once More With Feeling moves on into the next round. On to our next fight. Barry, this one is yours. It is The Prom versus Earshot. Earshot, I think, um, is a really a, a, a better episode. I like The Prom a lot for what it does, but Earshot, I think, goes is better written, and it goes different places in, in exploring the the high school scene and we get to see here little snippets of what teachers and what students think and those i can't say for the teachers but i know for the students it's like exactly the things that i was thinking when i was in high school and i really liked how it how it had these just throwaway characters and we could hear what they were saying and and what kind of little snippets and and life that they had in high school and it brings back memories of me in high school so i'm voting for earshot a vote for Earshot. Dave. Yeah, I think I with that. Uh, prom, well, it does make me cry, and it was, you know, very very good, you know, a good closure, a good acceptance, a good validation, vindication, what have you, for Buffy. Uh, Earshot, as, a, as an episode, was just, was just phenomenal. So, Earshot. Another vote for Earshot. Jill. I'm going to vote for Prom. Earshot does a great job at, you know, it, highlighting how alone everybody feels and how everybody feels the same way. So nobody's really all alone to think they are. 
but prom highlights the feeling of what it's like to be a high school girl in love and losing that love and, you know, thinking nobody notices her, but yet, you know, in Buffy's situation, everybody did. So I voted prom. A vote for the prom. Mike. This is this is tough. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's funny when we see how how well one of the unknowns performs uh, because you know those are things that people other people clear, you know left off their list, and uh, and then to see one come out you know very strong like this, uh, I I love prom and I really I, I keep wanting to find a way to vote for it, but um, earshot again I I didn't know what the plot of prom was i just remember that ending uh earshot was more than than that earshot the whole episode the way that the whole thing built was just you know really really very well executed it uh it was it was a, a very real episode and a chilling episode and buffy wasn't fighting a monster uh she, she was fighting something you know real so earshot another vote for earshot and melvin Oh, this is tough. Um, I like both episodes, The Prom and Earshot. Um, I think... Oh, gosh. Do you still have that R2-D2 thing that you do? Nope, not anymore. Oh, okay. I, uh... Because all the points that were raised by about each episode are... I'm voting for The Prom. I've I think the earshot won, though, but prom's my vote. A vote for the prom, but you are correct. Earshot did make it through into the next round. Jared should be very happy. He finally has one into the grade eight. This is the first time it's happened for him. And we are on to our next fight. Dave, this one is yours. It is Band Candy versus Becoming. Um, Becoming. A vote for becoming, Jill. Uh, band candy. It's just more fun. A vote for band candy, Mike. He turns good, and then she sends him to hell. That hurt. Becoming. A vote for becoming, Melvin. Uh, becoming. Another vote for becoming, and Barry. Since uh, Becoming's already won, I'm going to throw some love for Band Candy for that moment when uh, Giles is jamming out to uh, Cream in his apartment. Uh, vote for Becoming. Oh, sorry, Band Candy and Becoming is moving on to the next round. On to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is Hush versus Anne. This is no contest. It's definitely Hush. Uh, vote for Hush. Mike. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm I'm not as big a fan of Hush as as many others are, but like, up against Anne, yeah, uh, Hush certainly takes it. Another vote for Hush, Melvin. Uh, Hush is so innovative. I gotta pick that one. Another vote for Hush, Barry. As much as I think we'd all love for an upset like the episode a few episodes ago when the rookie won, the I forget his name, Itchy, uh, Itchy, yes. Uh, but no, it's got to be Hush. Another vote for Hush. And Dave, is it a clean sweep? 
You know what? It is a clean sweep. Even though Amazon of my choices, it just it can't compete with this solid power of television. Hush. And Hush moves on in a clean sweep. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Graduation Day versus Innocence. Ooh, tough, tough stuff. But again, Season 2 is my favorite. And Innocence is where it all begins. Uh, that was some fucked up shit. Uh, vote for the soul-stealing vagina and innocence. Melvin? Um, as much as graduation day was epic, um, innocence, you know, that really brought a lot of character uh, development. Uh, so I'm picking that. Another vote for innocence. Barry? We've got two of my favorite characters in, in the verse in uh, the mayor and and jealous but in the end i think i've just got to vote for graduation day because i loved the mayor's character how you guys point out how goofy and 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 silly he was meeting with the boy scouts and yucking it up and then the next moment just being evil personified just chills down my spine when he said buffy he said i'm gonna eat her um graduation day a vote for graduation day. Dave. Yeah, both. I mean, obviously, as we're getting closer, all these episodes are getting better and better. But uh, Innocence, it was it was very awesome and very important. But season three was actually my favorite season and graduation day. A vote for graduation day. It is all tied up and coming down to you, Jill. <laughs> They're both great episodes, but uh, Innocence just grabs me way more than graduation day. It just breaks your heart. I vote for innocence. A vote for innocence and innocence and the soul stealing vagina move on. I don't know how many more times I'm going to say that. Maybe a hundred, maybe none. <laughs> we are more times you can. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, we are on to our next fight. Melvin, this one is yours. It's a cry fest. It's the body versus passion. Uh, the body. It's a more superior episode, I believe. Um, I, uh, I get, I guess both episodes, you know, shocking, but, um, the body really, really made me cry when I was watching it. So, um, the body, a vote for the body, Barry passion has one of the most, uh, horrifying moments when, when Jenny calendar's killed and just says something for Angelus's character that he's, not going to bite her. He's going to snap her neck instead of biting her to kill her. Just, just, just says tons about who Angelus is and 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 what a badass he is. But I've got to vote for the body, just for the the magnificent way that that we did it, where you see Joyce and then it's she's revived, and then oh, you think everything's good? It's no, it's not. And they're all in the in the in the kitchen and whatever and the. And the, drops the, the pie and it breaks and bam, we're back to, to life of Joyce there and just tears you up inside. And, and I mean, damn you, Joss Whedon, for writing this and, and putting me through an emotional roller coaster, putting all of us fans through emotional roller coasters. But the body is so good, it's got to move. I, I, in my opinion, it's got to move forward. A vote for the body, Dave. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm going to go with the body because I don't think I've ever, like I said before, cried so much during one episode of television just watching. And they like the, the thin filters they use on the camera. So, like, there was just, like, opaqueness to, to the whole house. There's so much light streaming in. She throws up on the carpet and then has to remember to clean it up. And, like, just the way, in shock, as people, we deal with things like this, like the, the terrifying truth. And... That is a tough one. I mean, passions. You know, it is a good episode, and there is a lot of things. And Angelus was awesome as a, a badass. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the body. Another vote for the body, Jill. I, I think the titles of these episodes are interesting because you've got the passion. You've got passion where Angel or Angelus is just like stalking them the whole time, and he's building up the suspense and he's building up the fear, and it's all based around the, this crazy evil love that he has for Buffy now. And then you've got the body where it's, you know, it's, it's so overly traumatizing for the group and for us to watch that they have to try and desensitize it by calling it that, that it's just so much more powerful. I, I'm voting for the body. I'll vote for the body. And Mike, tell us why it's not a clean sweep. <laughs> uh, it is not a clean sweep uh, because uh, I am going to vote for the passion. Uh, you know, certainly everything I've said before, uh, Angelus was a, a great, uh, a great character, a great villain. Uh, again, this is so early in the show, you really don't know what kind of formula it's taking. <clears throat> so at this point, you know, it almost seems like he's he's irredeemable, and that uh, that you know it, this could end with him actually dying and being written out of the show. Uh, the body, the show. Was was definitely more powerful emotionally, but um, I you know it it made you sad and, and I think this is this is the teariest episode of Geek Fights yet uh, from all of the descriptions. But uh, passion actually made me angry, and uh, not a lot of shows do that. You know, I was mad when when Jenny Calendar died. I wanted revenge when Jenny Calendar died. Uh, you know the the tragedy in the body is, is is a great one, but you know maybe it's a little too real for me. I don't know. Maybe maybe I guess in a fantasy world, I prefer my my deaths to be vampire snapping your neck than something that actually could kill any one of us. I'll vote for the passion, but I'm sorry, passion because the passion is the Mel Gibson thing, and we're not talking about that. <laughs> The body is moving on, and we are on to our first spot in the final four. It is uh, the Zeppo versus Restless, and Barry, that one is yours. The first time I saw the Zeppo, that uh, kind of pissed me off because the way that they were ragging on Xander for being useless and everything. But in that first fight, I mean, I think Giles got his ass beat worse than Xander, so I was wondering why they were, you know, being all. All, all down on him and everything, but it turned out well in the end with him you know, saving the day. Restless, I think, is just one of those great episodes where after I saw the whole Buffy series coming back and watching Restless, and it was able to connect the dots with so many things and and being such a such a, a bridge to some of the later seasons and and some of the some of the awesomeness uh, that that Buffy is. Difficult, difficult choice, but I'm voting for Restless. Uh, vote for Restless. Dave. 
Yeah, uh, love the Zeppelin again. I mean, I'm glad it made it as far as it did because one of my favorite, like I said, favorite episodes made me laugh so hard I cried. Uh, but Restless, absolutely, the, the the character development, the foreshadowing, the preparation for things to come. Xander as a confortador and his weird issues with everybody's hot in his mind. Um, yeah, Restless. A uh, vote for Restless, Jill. Restless. For all the reasons they both just said. Mike? Uh, Zeppo, because I'm just going to keep the Xander love alive. <laughs> and Melvin? Well, so I'll give it to Restless. Um, it's visually awesome. Um, Zeppo was storyline awesome, but um, there are other better storylines that are still in the competition, so I'm voting for Restless in here. Another vote for Restless, and Restless is the first, has the first slot in the final four. We are on to our next fight. Dave, this one is yours. It is Once More With Feeling versus Earshot. Yeah, that that's unfortunate because, again, Earshot, such a phenomenal episode, such a, a, a true episode to the, the dire situation we all feel like we're in when we're that age, and, you know, again, one of the most honest of, like, the way we way we think, the way we feel in high school and our concerns and you know, the person that snaps, what have you. But once more feeling, greatest episode of television ever. So, bam. Once more feeling. A vote for once more with feeling. Jill. Once more with feeling. It doesn't get better than that. It's my favorite episode. A vote for once more with feeling. Mike. Uh, you know, it, at some point, I always wind up turning on the juggernaut. Um, and, and here, I think, I, I am going to vote for Earshot. Um, part, it, it's a great episode, but it's also, it's a little gimmicky, and it's clever. It's almost a little too clever for its own good, and I don't know. Earshot is more powerful. The fact that they pulled it because its timing coincided with something real, just showed how on the nose and on the pulse of of the country that that show was or that episode was. I mean, that is a very very real, you know, on to its time show. Um, Once more, the feeling is a great show. I'm sure it's going to win this. It most people probably would have bet on it going all the way really from the start, but uh, you know, I I. I love it. I went and saw it, but it's it's not my favorite. And I think there are other episodes that just uh, are, for me, just more powerful. A vote for Earshot. Melvin. Um, everything that was said about Earshot is true. It is a powerful episode. I was moved by it. Um, but... Uh, you know, I'm a sucker for musicals, so I gotta go with Once More With Feeling. So, uh, Vote for Once More With Feeling. And Barry. Now that Once More With Feeling has won, I can join Mike in voting for Earshot for two pretty cool scenes. One of them being the really powerful speech that talk that Buffy gave to Jonathan, where she said every one of those people down there has pain. And then for the really amusing shot of the lunch lady dumping a huge tub that says rat poison into the jello. So I'm going to vote for Earshot and make it a little close. 
a vote for Earshot, but once more with feeling, surprise, surprise, is in the final four. Don't nobody change a vote. <laughs> oh, you would change yours. It's fine. <laughs> I, there, there was no way it wasn't going through. Hell, Mike might even change his vote on that one. But we are on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is Becoming versus Hush. Well, the obvious choice here is Hush, but if you break it down to actual story that's being told, Hush is just a small piece of that season, of season four, and it's not actually season four. I think it's one of the weaker ones overall. Becoming is the season finale of the second season, which I think is the best season of all. I think it's a better story. So I'm actually going to go vote for Becoming. A vote for Becoming. Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also going to vote for Becoming. Uh, Hush, again, a, a huge favorite. Uh, usually tops the list. But again, for me, it's a lot of it is built on a gimmick. It's it's an atypical episode. And, and sometimes, like I had the same problem when we were talking about Best Star Trek, is I, I think if you're trying to talk about the best of a show, it should be something that is, is a great example of the show not something that's sort of atypical or outside of what they normally do. Um, so that's why I'm going to vote for Becoming, because that that's really what Buffy did. Those big, very personal stories, paralleling kind of the emotional roller coaster of, of the, the characters as kind of you know what people go through in real life. Um, that, that was the show at its best for me. A vote for Becoming. Melvin. Yeah, um, I I was going to push for Hush, um, but what everyone said about Becoming, I agree with as well. But, yeah, I, I thought Hush, you know, being a, a great standalone episode is also, you know, a good feat. Um, and, um, yeah, I thought it was very innovative, groundbreaking. Um, so I got to go with Hush on this one. A vote for Hush. Barry. I'm going to vote for Becoming Over Hush because of Mike, what Mike said about being a, a real, a, a more true to the Buffy episode. And one thing that, that is so great about Buffy is that its story arc seems to, to never, never step wrong, never step out of place. And Becoming is more of that awesome story arc from season one to season seven. Hush is a great, super wonderful bottle show, but, but becoming is, I, I believe a better Buffy episode. A vote for becoming and Dave. Yeah, I agree. Hush <clears throat> as a standalone episode, excuse me, was, uh, was phenomenal and, and they, they did it perfectly. And to have, what was it like 10 out of 42 minutes? of the episode with people speaking is, you know, unprecedented as far as I'm aware of or in movies or what have you. Um, but becoming the thing, and you know, it's just, they, they, they took you from the beginning of that season. They changed things up in the middle. They terrified you and they brought you all the way to the end with this. Just like, you never know what's going to happen. The characters just like, you never know what's going to happen in your life. When you are coming of age, when you are learning these lessons, of course, a little bit darker and they're a little bit more, you know, Will destructive, pervasive, but becoming another vote for becoming and becoming is into the final four. And for our last spot in the final four, 
Melvin, this one is yours. It's Buffy's mom dying versus her vagina stealing people's souls and turning them evil. <laughs> uh, this is a hard one. Two great um, character-driven episodes. Um, but I think Innocence, all the, the body made me cry. Innocence really... A lot of development there, so I got to go with innocence. A vote for innocence, Barry. I'm going to vote for the body, in that we've got Buffy as the Slayer dealing with something like I think somebody mentioned before that's non-supernatural, and Joyce just dying of of natural causes. And just the, the, the story about reading about Joss's own experience with people who, who've been around when he, that have passed when he's been around. And just that moment, like, for instance, when Giles comes over and starts to look at Joyce and Buffy screams at him, don't move the body. They said not to move the body. That's, that's, that's life. That's, that's really what, what happens. And the way that Joss captured it is, 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 is really good. And I'm going to, Cast my vote for the body. A vote for the body. Dave. Oh, yeah, those are both the most phenomenal episodes. Um, not that I realize what innocence is, um, but I'm going to have to go stick with my, one of my favorite episodes of television of all time and go with the body. Just like everybody just, you know, it's, it's so intense and because she was powerless to stop it despite you know, fighting off vampires, demons, apocalypses, and snake mares, what have you. You know, she could do all these things when it came to punching and kicking and scratching and clawing, but when it came to something impossible to defeat, like like a, a cancer or a tumor or whatever chronic illness that regular people suffer from, her powerlessness in that episode was just so overwhelming. And all of them, you know, they're all, like, we're all superheroes, but we couldn't stop this one great woman from dying because Despite our abilities, despite our, 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 our talent, you just you can't stop the circle of life until the body. Uh, a vote for the body, Jill. I was going to vote for innocence and tie it up to make Mike decide, but Dave swayed me on the body, so I'm going to vote for body. A vote for the body and Mike. Yeah, that wouldn't have been tough for me to, to decide. Uh, like I've said before, uh, you know, this is the beginning. Uh, becoming is the end, and uh, I'd vote for it just so I could see Innocence versus Becoming in the next round. I always like a good uh, geek fight matchup, but uh, it looks like it's not going to happen. A vote for Innocence, but the body moves on. And uh, first spot in the final. Here it is. Barry, this one is yours. It is Restless versus Once More with Feeling. We've got two shows, and both of them tie together the Buffy arc in, in really, really neat ways. Um, I'm going to vote for Once More with Feeling because that, I think, ties the Buffy arc and explains and and and... I'm not sure that may be the first time that Buffy revealed that she was torn out of heaven and, and the other, uh, the other parts in there. 
and the fact that Joss was able to pull it off being such a, a groundbreaking uh, episode just of television, Once More with Feeling. A vote for Once More with Feeling, and yes, that is the reveal of Buffy being in heaven, not hell. That's where she tells everybody. Well, sings it to everybody. Uh, Dave? Yeah, I mean, yeah, again, once now we're getting down to it, it's really tough. Um, both of them, on their own, are, are gimmicky episodes. One is a dream episode, one is a musical episode, but they are both very important in the overall mythology and chronology of the Buffy and character development and all these things that establish the relationships amongst each other. Um, but you know what? I, I can't dance the restless. So I'm gonna go with once more with feeling. You can't dance, but a vote for once more with feeling. Jill, you know that. Yeah, but Dave, you just said everything I was gonna say about both episodes being, you know, kind of standalone as far as style-wise, being totally different than everything else that has, you know, than a lot of the other episodes have been. Whereas, you know, some of these other we've, we've recently voted for has become because of the story itself. But even though these are stylized, both stylized different, the story in both is also very very telling and very great. But, of course, I'm going to vote for Once More with Feeling. Another vote for Once More with Feeling. And Mike. You're muted, Mike. Uh, you know, I'll just go, I'll vote for Restless. Yeah, I knew. I already wrote that down. <laughs> no, no. He, he's not fighting against it. Uh, Melvin. Uh, once more with feeling. I mean, yeah, once more with feeling. Another vote for once more with feeling. And once more with feeling is into the finals. Let's see who it's going to face. Uh, let's see, Dave. This one is yours. It is becoming versus the body. Oh man, that sucks. Um, because both fabulous. So while the body was potentially, I hope I never, I never cry that hard in front of the television again in my life. Um, just what an amazing episode. And I, I can't say a single bad thing about that episode, but I'm going to go with what Mike was saying earlier about the establishing the mythology um, and, and what the characters are willing to do, to do what they have to do. Becoming really, really shows, you know, she, stabs him through the heart, even though he's a, a resold happy vampire and has no memory of the horrible things he did right then. Um, that was insane. After all the horrors he inflicted and all the trouble he was about to cause and end the world and Spike's like on her side to help because he likes the world, blah, 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 becoming. I mean, that was, there was so much Buffy mythology in that, so becoming. Uh, vote for becoming. Jill. I agree with all that, but the body is an episode where, as I think we've said before, you get to see the characters reacting against something that they're absolutely helpless against, that they can't do anything about it. The only thing they can do is react to it. It makes them even more human. It makes it much more relatable because it's something that us as viewers can relate to, you know, as opposed to fighting, you know, the end of the world. And Oh, like you've never sent your boyfriend to hell. I know, I know. There's <laughs> plenty of my boyfriends I would have loved to send to hell, trust me. But I, I gotta go for the body. A vote for the body, uh, Mike. Uh, you know, I will. I will vote for becoming really for the reverse reason. Um, the body is a great emotionally powerful episode. It is something that everybody uh, 
really kind of needs to deal with. It's really kind of showing that everybody does have to deal with real situations. But in the end, um, it's, it's a defeat. And becoming is a victory. And, you know, part of, of kind of heroic fiction for me is while there are defeats along the way, it is about that triumph. That is why we're watching this as opposed to watching uh, any other type of show on television. So, because it's a little bit more indicative, or really a lot more indicative of what what I come to this kind of fiction, the genre fiction for, uh, I have to vote for Becoming because it's you know it is a more triumphant episode even though there is great loss you know that loss is saves the world you know that's Buffy saved the world a lot and and here's where she did it a vote for becoming and Melvin oh well I love I love both episodes um but I think I'm going to vote for the body in this one. Um, made me cry. So the other one didn't. But it was a great episode, a great, great story, uh, becoming you know, the great finale. But um, I'll pick the body. A vote for the body. It is all tied up and coming down to you for a spot in the final. Barry, what's your vote? I put uh, the body uh, in the kitty to go on the list here. So it's uh, the, the selfish part of me wants to, to vote for it because, because it's such a, an awesome episode for me. But I like the theory of Mike talking about becoming being part of a, of the more of a better part of the arc of the Buffy verse than the body is. And again, like I've said before, one of the awesome things about Buffy is its arc from beginning to end and becoming being is such an important part of that arc. Uh, in fact, I think it's even referenced in season seven toward the end where they talk about uh, uh, Buffy saying, isn't that what, what you told Xander to kick his ass? And, and we, flash all the way back to there when when no willow didn't tell him to kick his ass she said tell buffy i'm trying to save him so i'm voting for becoming a vote for becoming and becoming is in the final it's gonna face off against once more with feeling uh who might you i'll just go in order still jill this fight is yours it is once more with feeling versus becoming Yes, I know that becoming, I, I actually agree with everything Mike said about it in Becoming in the last round, about it being, you know, the reason why we watch Buffy. Once more with feeling, it ties into the mythology, it ties into the storyline, it's a pivotal piece of information for season six. And it's a musical, and it's incredibly well done, and it's, it's well acted, it's well sung, it's well thought out. I have gone to see it live a couple of times. It's, it's a phenomenal episode. It, there's a reason why so many people love it and why it's on the top of so many lists is because it's the best episode there is. So my vote is for Once More With Feeling. A vote for Once More With Feeling. Mike. Uh, Once More With Feeling you know, certainly is, is 
the probably the contender. I don't know if I can sway anybody here, but uh, I've been championing the beginning or the becoming from the start of this. Um, like I had said, certainly once more with feeling is great. I, I'd love to even see it again, but I think they've kind of cracked down on those those live performances. But you know, in the end, it is built around a very well executed gimmick, but still a gimmick, and they they worked it in. It, it great and the fact that they actually had it in kind of continuity it wasn't sort of a fantasy episode it was actually something happening to him was all great and clever but again it is it is still something kind of atypical it's the the quality of the show is because it is doing something that the show doesn't do and uh for me a best of is is something where a show does what it does best and becoming was that. I mean, like I said, I think that that was the pinnacle of the show for me. Is is that season? Uh, the the emotion there. Uh, it it's still kind of uh, in the high school years, which are really my favorite part of the show as well. Um, Once more, the feeling is great. If it wins, it certainly deserves it. But uh, I think uh, something like becoming deserves it a little more. A vote for becoming, Melvin. I think um, Mike has a great argument there. Um, uh, Becoming is a great episode. Uh, yeah, you almost almost swayed me, but uh, yeah, I, I don't see anything wrong with gimmicks as long as they're executed to the effect that Joss Whedon did with um, what's more with feeling. I think you know that was you know, I I've. I've seen other shows try to do a musical for an episode like Grey's Anatomy and failed miserably. So um, it's not an easy thing to do. And he worked it into the storyline. The storyline, it, it all flowed. Everything worked. Um, so i got to give props to that. And um, that's why I think Once More Feeling is one of the best episodes ever. The best episode ever of Buffy. I'll vote for Once More with Feeling. Barry. I like, really, I mean, I don't see any, I mean, once more with feeling, it, it, like my, it, it, either one of these deserves to win just because they're, they're both so so awesome in, in what they do. But I think I like becoming better where Buffy had to make the choice to sacrifice the man she loved more than anything to save the world and the way that it, the way that the, the circle comes where in the gift, when she wouldn't sacrifice Dawn to save the world, but then later on, I think in, in subsequent episodes, she said she would have. Becoming is, is a, a, I think a better Buffy episode for what Buffy means uh, to me. So I'm going to tie it up two to two, by voting for becoming. That is correct. It is all tied up. And it comes down to you, Mr. Gill. Your first oh. episode back in a year, and you get to decide what which one is the winner. Wow, I feel so powerful right now. <laughs> you right, should where, where to begin? Oh, my God. So, obviously, the body. I mean, I'm a sucker for musicals to begin with. Uh, it is, like I said, hands down my favorite hour of television in history. And, uh, 
Uh, and I, I mean, I remember where I was when I watched it. I, I videotaped it. I taped it through my stereo, so I'd have a cassette copy to play in my car. I mean, seriously, I was like gung ho, ridiculous. Learned all the words. I never, I never had the pleasure of seeing it live like many of you have. Apparently, which still sounds awesome. Um, and you know, it's sort of my secret shame around some friends. But uh, but I'm gonna go back to what Mike was saying. It's like the you know seven seasons they gave us, and after the first season when they knew what the hell they were doing. You know, they, they brought us in, and they destroyed us, and they brought us back up, and they destroyed us, and they introduced new characters, and we lost old characters. You never knew who was safe, who wasn't safe. Um, and I think that becoming, um, you know, turning Angel from this awesome potential super great boyfriend who takes her virginity and turns into a total douchebag and then becomes, like, one of the coolest, evilest vampires that I can remember in popular culture. Uh, and then at the very last second, his soul comes back, and she's, still has to has to kill him i mean that that is what buffy is about it is about the the struggle to do what's right versus what you want versus what you need because in our own minor pathetic normal life ways we all have these decisions to face and we all we all hope that we could be as strong as she was in that moment and give up what we have to give up to do it you know without the drama without the awesome score uh, what have you, but I'm going to vote for Becoming. And Becoming is the best Buffy episode of all time. Wow. I I'm not n- playing this game anymore. <laughs> oh. I, well, to be fair, it's also a two-parter, so that's kind of rough. But. <laughs> there are two of them. There are yeah. two of them. Although part of me is tempted to change my vote. What? No, don't just, do that. Just because I, already, I, I, I had already put in once more with feeling like even before this began <laughs> and I was planning which one of the songs to use as our outro music. And I actually came up and with one be- I liked. It's because of your damn argument that becoming one. <laughs> I think you should use, you got the mustard out. As I'm going That's going to be it. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, check out Batclot D for new movie news and uh, lots of contests for all your DVD needs. Check out DVDgeeks.tv. Need Star Trek? Who doesn't? Look no further than Subspace Communique and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. Special thanks goes out to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing on the Geek Fights Tumblr. You can also check out uh, what our good friend uh, Chris Mitchell is doing there. He, he helps her out with the blog from time to time. And, of course, Jared Formby for the pimped-out intros he creates. You can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. Um, honestly, Jared wanted to be on this episode. Uh, he's not on this episode. I... I messed up. He really should have been on this episode, and I can't wait to hear the 35-minute intro that he does for this episode. <laughs> I also like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anybody have anything they like to plug? Uh, Dave, do you have anything? No, man, I don't do anything. I just hang out here in Philadelphia. You should come see the city. All right, come see Philadelphia. Uh, Jill? Nope, I don't have anything. Nothing from Jill. Uh, Melvin? Nah. Much. Nope. Barry, Barry, please tell us you're doing something awesome. <laughs> uh, not quite. I just uh, want to say uh, come to Philadelphia, don't come to Louisiana, it's a sewer. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to Louisiana. Mike? Uh, nope, I got nothing. Yes, you do. Uh, Zod Complex, we can geek. You can find us at geekfights.net. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, okay. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, the Zoom Network, 
like us on Facebook. There is actually a Facebook group there, too, for those of you that don't know. Really? Some of you have found it. Yeah. How did I not know this? You were talking in it today, you retard. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's where the Wonder Woman argument is going on. Anyway. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail.com or at geekfights on Twitter. Uh, that's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. Our upcoming fights are next week is Best Planet. And after that is DC versus Marvel Showdown. We're going to have the big guns in that one. Any and all ideas are welcome. Until uh, next time. <laughs> uh, keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. They got the mustard. Ah. I'm going to throw that at you as soon as Mike gets back. And knowing him, he's probably been there the whole time and he didn't say anything. Oh, no. It's or not. Yeah, well, usually that's how it works. Mike comes back and he'll, like, put on his headphones and he'll be like, yep. And he won't say I'm back, but he'll think I'm back or he's muted and he says I'm back and nobody hears him. And then I'm like, Mike, are you back? And he's like, I've been here the whole time. Why? I'm like, <laughs> I said I was back. Like, no, you didn't, hey, Mike. Hey, hey, Damon. Yeah. I miss you guys. No, you don't. You're just drunk. I do. <laughs> I do. No, I'm not. How many? Not I've heard, you, you cracked two vodka whatever so far. Three, actually, but... Okay, then. <laughs> Why is it a prerequisite for people to do this show intoxicated? <laughs>